the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What's going on, everybody? It's another Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. We've got a great show for you tonight. Craft Beer guest from California that's going to be joining me later this hour. Usual news and notes to get to. But first, how can you follow me? Very easily on Twitter, at Al Gattulo. Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast. Via email at albertg at nycradio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. Alexa ready as well. And we're also on the Hopped Up Network. Just go to thehoppedupnetwork.com. You will find uh, my show along with a plethora of other beer shows on there. Tonight. She Comes, that's a, the uh, song from the Cars and uh, vocalist and writer of many of their songs, Rick Okesik, who passed away last Sunday at the age of 70, although his age is a bit of a discrepancy. A lot of the um, uh, official uh, statistics say that uh, Rick Okesik was 75, but there are a number of people who say that Rick was 70. So I'm going to go with 70 because a few of those people are music people. And I would be inclined to believe them as opposed to Wikipedia and other sites. So Tonight She Comes was released in 1985 by the Cars from the Greatest Hits album. It was released as a single in October of 85, reached number seven on the Billboard Hot 100 chart in January of 1986. Rick Okesik died in New York last Sunday uh, evening uh, at the age of 70 due to natural causes, uh, the police are saying. I know they'll perform an autopsy and the medical examiner will determine the cause of death. But what a, just an absolute shock last Sunday night. We had the Friday before Eddie Money uh, dying of complications due to um, uh, cancer. He had a stage four esophageal cancer. But I think it was a heart attack that killed him. I mean, it's just, look, we're getting to a point, if you're in the uh, mid to late 40s, early 50s, we're getting to a point now where a lot of the people that we grew up listening to are starting to die. And it's a shame because Rick was an amazing talent, put the cars on the map. Uh, him and uh, bassist, uh, and I'm going I'm to forget his name here, um, but uh, the, the cars were just one of these bands that had just a unique sound to it um, that really can't be described. Somebody said... It was that they they captured a sound that nobody else did at that time. They were a new wave, um, you know, uh, type of band. They had huge hits uh, in the eighties. Uh, Benjamin Orr was the bassist who sang a number of songs, including one of my favorites, "Drive," which is such an amazing song. Also, Paulina Porzakova was in that video 
who Rick Ocasek, uh, Ocasek later married. Uh, just an amazing talent. Um, they had a really unique sound, and I don't think anyone will ever capture that sound of the cars again. Never got a chance to see them in concert. Um, just, a, just a sad day in rock history uh, last Sunday, and of course with Eddie Money passing away as well. We'll sprinkle some stuff in uh, from both of them. We'll play an Eddie Money song on our next segment, and then last segment, Suds and Duds, we'll do uh, the cars probably in drive uh, on the show. But Coming up in 20 minutes, Byron Fisher is one of the co-founders of Alosta Brewing located in Covina, California. We're going to discuss the brewery, a very cool collaboration that they did with the band Live and the beer business in general. That's coming up in about 20 minutes. Uh, it's going to be a, a really fun conversation because I'm a huge fan of Live. The 25th anniversary of Throwing Copper uh, is this year. Got to see Live and... Um, uh, uh, Oh my God, Bush in concert in July, uh, in June, excuse me. Man, my brain is fried today that I don't remember what I did uh, just two months ago. But anyway, we're going to talk to Byron about the beer, how he got the band involved, and lots of other stuff as well coming up about 20 minutes from now. A uh, couple of news and notes to get to. Cape May Brewing, if you are a fan of their exclusive limited brews, you're going to love Pick of the Batch. This is coming up on October 12th. You're going to have a chance to sample. Nearly a dozen delectable one-off small batch brews, casks, innovative and specialty brews. In addition, the family fun event will feature pumpkin painting, a hay maze, and face painting for the kids, a stein holding competition, and music from Animal House. Now, you don't want to miss out on this if you're down in the Cape May area. Tickets are only $10 for drinkers. Kids and designated drivers are free. All you got to do is go to capemaybrewing.com uh, for information as well as to purchase tickets. Cape May Brewing, if you haven't been there, it's located right next to the Cape May Airport. Uh, they have a really great place that's next door that sells uh, soaps and stuff. That was phenomenal. My wife and I and my son visited uh, a couple of years ago when we were down in uh, Cape May for vacation. So if you're in the area, and again, you know, temperatures turn into fall and it's getting a little cooler. So if you happen to take the drive all the way down to Cape May, go check them out, capemaybrewing.com. Uh, for the tickets, again, tickets are 10 bucks. designated drivers and kids are free. That's very cool. Cigar City Brewing has announced the date for the 11th annual annual Hunapu Day. Uh, the event includes bottles of Hunapu's Imperial Stout, a monolithic dark beer brewed with cinnamon, vanilla, cacao nibs, and three types of chili peppers, as well as unlimited samples of beer from the world's most sought-after breweries. It's going to be held on Friday, March 13th of next year in 2020. You can look for additional details coming soon at hunapusday.com. That's H U. N-A-H-P-U-S-D-A-Y.com. I have never been to Hunapu Day. A number of people have told me that I need to go to this event. It's a great event. Last year they had it. I, I'm I'm guessing they're going to have it at Raymond James Stadium again. They've, they've had it there the last couple of years. Uh, I'm wondering why they haven't announced it yet. Maybe the negotiations have, you know, are in the midst of uh, proceeding, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But Scott Wells from Bolero has always told me, I've got to go to Hunapu Day. It's an amazing event, he said. There are some unbelievable breweries there. And he said it's really funny when they when they open the gates and people start storming in to go get, you know, whatever get on whatever line they want to get on, get into to uh, you know try some unbelievable beer. It's like a stampede running across Raymond James Stadium. So, um I've not experienced an event like that. I was at a the beer event at City Field earlier this year, but there was no stampede. Uh, on the field, they let people in very nice and orderly. You went upstairs to the escalator and you walked around the concourse sampling beer. This is on the actual field of Raymond James Stadium. And assuming that it's at the same place, uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. So, uh, again, the uh, 11th annual Hunapu's Day is going to be Friday, 
March 13th of next year, 2020. Again, hunapoosday.com uh, for more information. Jay Wakefield Brewing is celebrating the release of their top-rated in the world Imperial Berliner Weiss, Miami Madness. Miami Madness Day is going to take place uh, Saturday, September 28th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at their Wynwood Tap Room and Beer Garden food truck El Gringo de las Fritas. And DJ Sage will be on hand. Cuve de Wakefield, it's a 6.5% ABV, a limited seasonal re- release, mashes up two of JWB's top-rated Berliners, uh, Dragon Fruit, Passion Fruit, and Miami Madness. They're $25 per 750-milliliter bottle. The wristbands have already gone on sale uh, in the tap room. They entitle the holder to purchase a limit of two 750-milliliter bottles of Miami Madness and two 750-milliliter bottles of Cuvée de Wakefield on Saturday, September 28th. It is not necessary to purchase the full allotment. Uh, proxies are permitted with a purchaser's ID. Miami Madness, the number one related Berliner Weiss in the world on beer advocate, number two rated Berliner Weiss in the world on rape beer, if you care about rape beer. By the way, JWB's DFPF rated number one on rape beer. Uh, so again, they're going to release that on Miami Madness Day. That's September, Saturday, September 28th. Um, they, uh, let's see, in addition to Miami Madness, Cuba de Wakefield will also be released. Miami Madness, the Imperial Berlin Iron Vice infused with fresh harvest guava, mango, and passion fruit. That's $25 uh, per bottle. So if you're a fan of Jay Wakefield, Jay Wakefield made a beer that I had uh, about five months ago, six months ago, that tasted, and I'm not kidding you, tasted straight up like Hawaiian punch. I've never had a beer that tasted exactly like Hawaiian Punch, I was uh, incredibly impressed uh, at the flavor profile because, boy, I'll tell you, I probably could have sucked that one down uh, over and over again. So kudos to Jay Wakefield. So if you're there and you've bought tickets and you're going to check it out on Saturday, September 28th, uh, that is great news. Um, So a a little bit more of music before we take a break here. So we had the Cars, Rick Okesik passing away um, last Sunday. And then, of course, you had... um, Eddie Money passing away uh, the the Friday before that, and uh, it was a week ago a week ago this past Friday, right? So Eddie Money was supposed to play in the town next to me in uh, Rowing, New Jersey, back in April, and I really wanted to go and see the show. And if I'm not mistaken, I think he canceled the show because he had pneumonia, lost his voice, couldn't sing, and then of course he releases the fact that he's got stage four esophageal cancer. And it's just a shame that we are, I mentioned this at the top, uh, but uh, it's just a shame that we are starting to see a lot of these artists um, slowly dying off. And obviously that's the reality of it. The artists are getting older. Uh, a lot of them aren't touring as much anymore. But some are still touring because that's where the money is to be made. The money to be made now is not in record sales because really there's, there's no record sales anymore. So um, it's, the bottom line is, is that you have to tour in order to make money. And if you get the opportunity to go see these guys on tour, whatever band it is, go see them because you never know if they're going to be around again, especially if they're over the age of 70. It's really rare that they're touring, you know, constantly on a year-to-year basis. That's why I go see Judas Priest 100 times because you know what? I don't know how much longer Rob Halford is going to be touring. And with that voice, that's a voice that I would want to see over and over again. Now, when we come back after a short break, we're going to have more news from around the beer world. And then a little bit later on, Byron Fisher, one of the co-founders of Alosta Brewing, will join me. Folks, we're just getting started on this program, and you know what it focuses on, that delicious beverage made with barley and hops. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. 
Dennis Prager says the left is not hiding its agenda. The left's threat to everything we treasure is unprecedented in, in American history. By the way, this is not a charge. It's a description. They admit it. They, they acknowledge that they have contempt for the West, contempt for the Judeo-Christian value system, contempt for the Constitution. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 1, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3 on AM 970. The Answer. Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. Let me tell you about the Atlantis Yacht. If you're looking to wow your corporate guests, clients, or employees, plan an unforgettable event aboard the Atlantis. Beautiful skyline views, a gourmet food and bar menu, first-class entertainment. What's not to love? Your guests are going to be so impressed. I'm telling you from personal experience, it's a top-notch experience. The Atlantis is the yacht we take out every single year for our big client cruise event. Go ahead and start planning your standout event today, whether it's a corporate event, wedding, engagement party, retirement party, an anniversary celebration, impress your guests with a first-class experience aboard the Atlantis. Why wait? Call New York Cruises to schedule a private viewing of the Atlantis, 212-633-1231, 212-633-1231. Mention AM970, the answer, for a free menu upgrade, 212-633-1231, or visit NewYorkCruises.com. Stop chasing customers and let them chase you. Salem Surround offers full-service digital solutions. We'll help target the exact demographic you want in the exact area you want. Perfect for increasing awareness, a big sale, or rolling out a new product. If you need more business, you need Salem Surround. Call now for a free digital marketing checkup. Call Greg Cooper, Salem Surround Media Strategist, at 212-857-9635. 212-857-9635. Salem Surround. Digital solutions. Real results. 212-857-9635. Let me tell you about my friend Steve Perillo. Perillo Tours has been operating for 75 years. Steve represents the third generation of America's favorite travel company to Italy. Why choose Perillo? I can tell you why you should choose Perillo to plan that once-in-a-lifetime trip to Italy. But why not listen to actual, knowledgeable, and friendly Perillo tour guides who live it daily? Come to Italy with us. Not only because our country offers wonderful sights, but because we would love to have you here. We show you the most beautiful side of Italy, and at the end, you have really discovered this country. If you want to come to Italy worry-free, with a serious company, with someone that loves you and wants to take care of you, you should choose Perillo. Call today at 888-PERILLO and request the new 2020 Italy brochure. That's 888-PERILLO. 888-P-E-R-I-L-L-O or visit PerilloTours.com or your travel agent. AM 97, The Answer. Welcome to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, a little Eddie Money, shaking. Follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo. Instagram at Gattulo, that's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at Albert G at NYCRadio.com. Don't forget, 
iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. So Eddie Money and Shaken finding out that Eddie Money did not die from his esophageal cancer uh, Friday before last. He actually had a heart valve uh, heart valve replacement, some type of heart procedure. I think it was a heart valve replacement, and he died from complications of that. I know. I think he caught pneumonia, which is typical in those to- uh, sorts of things. So uh, just a shame. Eddie Money, Rick Ocasek, um, just just a, a, a shame. Two rockers uh, that have passed uh, in the last you know week and a half. Cokie Roberts dying earlier in the week. Uh, beer fans probably wouldn't know who Cokie Roberts is. Maybe, maybe you don't. Cokie Roberts, longtime ABC Newswoman. Uh, uh, for a very long time, she passed away. I think she was uh, seventy-five, and she had um, she had breast cancer, if I'm not mistaken. So that's very sad. Coming up in ten minutes, Byron Fisher, one of the co-founders of Alosta Brewing, they're located in Covina, California. We're going to discuss the brewery, a very cool collaboration they did with the band Live and the beer business in general. That's coming up in about ten minutes. So we're going to kind of go around the horn. With beer news, first up, Megadeth has a new beer. Thanks to Tara Nuren for her great article over on Forbes. Uh, We've put it on our Facebook page. Definitely want to click on it and check it out. So um, Dave Mustaine, uh, frontman and founder, made a low-alcohol Belgian saison about three years ago. Very good. Uh, Le Fin du Monde, uh, I believe was the name of it. They now have a new beer uh, from Canadian brewery Unibrow. Uh, they started selling the second beer uh, th- this past Monday. It's an homage to the band's 2011 song, 13. The latest brew is called Saison 13. It uses 13 different ingredients uh, to lend notes of apricot, nectarine, and spice. Uh, it's about a six, little over 6% alcohol by volume and a very low IBU international bittering units, which is uh, 19. So uh, the, uh, first, uh, uh, the first session they had put together was a Tout Le Monde. That still sells year-round. Saison 13 is available in stores and bars in four packs of 16-ounce cans and on draft while supplies last. So that's cool. So you should definitely check out Tara Nuren's article on Forbes uh, with uh, more information on the beer. I love the can art. It's uh, It looks like a lot of fun. Uh, so very excited. If I find this uh, in a liquor store somewhere, I definitely have to pick up. Uh, a four-pack of this, or if I find it on draft somewhere, I would definitely um, pick it up. Uh, Another cool news story. So a couple years ago, the Smithsonian uh, was looking for somebody, and I know a bunch of people had sent me this. They were looking for a beer curator, right? The Smithsonian was opening up this new exhibit that they were going to be, you know, doing all about all things about craft beer, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm stalling here because I'm trying to get the page to load up uh, on my uh, on my computer here, and apparently it's not, so hopefully it does. But anyway, so the Smithsonian, uh, they have this new beer exhibit that's opening. My son wants to go to Washington, D.C. during spring break next year and trying to figure out things to do. I know that, you know, the museums and the FBI exhibit and the, the, the Treasury and this and that. I know. There's, there's all those things. But I always want to see what new things they have at the Smithsonian. So apparently the beer exhibit is now open, which is very cool. So my thing is, all right, what are they going to have there at the Smithsonian Beer Collection? So this is two years of documenting the nation's craft brewing industry. Uh, Teresa McCullough is the curator, and uh, she is making a public debut. In fact, I'm going to reach out to the Smithsonian and see if we can get her on uh, in a couple of weeks to kind of showcase what's what's happening here. So Sam Calagione, the founder of Dogfish Head uh, Brewing, uh, it, it has donated a vintage vibrating Electric football game, right? But also, he has donated a boil kettle, uh, discolored from heavy use, topped with a repurposed kitchen pot lid. Um, 
this is the um, this is like the one of the first kettles that he used to start making his sixty minute IPA. So that's really cool. So I'm excited, like to see the actual kettle that started his whole brewery. Right, is pretty wild. So since January of 2017. Uh, she's been searching for all these different things, home brewing and craft beer, and she's been all over the place. So uh, she ha- has um, uh, been to Anchorage, Alaska. She's uh, been all, all over the country uh, finding all these different things out. So I'm really excited uh, that this is opening now, and you get to look at it at the Smithsonian, and I believe, yeah, it's this, at the National Museum of American History, and you get to see these things uh, on display and the stories behind them. So I have to contact the... Uh, uh, the Smithsonian, and see if Teresa McCullough would be available to come on for an interview, because I think that is really cool. And it's a great thing about the history of beer, if you want to know where it came from. Uh, that is that is definitely something uh, that you would want to check out next time you're in Washington, D.C. As we continue on here, news and notes on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. So let's head to the West Coast, uh, to San Diego specifically, my good friends at Coronado Brewing. They've released uh, Tiki Sunset Sour. It's the third installment of their 2019 art series. And this is a kettle sour which is inspired by a classic tiki cocktail called the chi-chi, a close cousin to the pina colada. The chi-chi is made with pineapple, toasted coconut, and macadamia nuts. It is a refreshing kettle sour uh, brewed with all those flavors of the chi-chi cocktail as well as the addition of lactose for a smooth and refreshing taste of the islands. It is available in 16-ounce cans, four packs, and on draft already at each of Coronado's three locations. The beer will be available throughout Coronado's distribution network, Beginning this coming week, uh, the week of September 23rd, uh, CoronadoBrewing.com for more information on that and where you can find the beer. Uh, it is clocking in at 6% uh, on the ABV with a very low 5 uh, IBU. So I have to reach out to the folks at Coronado, see if I can get a sample can of that. Now, we mentioned Stone uh, Stone had a new beer, a Buena Vesa, the Salt and Lime Lager. It was coming out in California uh, for California only right now. Well, Stone is actually going to be distributing... This special release beer coming up in the spring of 2020 uh, throughout its uh, distribution of all 50 states as well as 40 countries internationally. Uh, But first, California is going to get first crack for the first couple of months of this. It'll be available in 12-ounce, 12-pack bottles, 22-ounce bombers, and on draft through the end of the year in California. And then in spring of 2020, it will be in 12-ounce, 6-pack cans nationwide. So you will get to check out this lager nationwide coming up in the spring of next year. But if you're in California now and you're at Stone's locations or you go into a liquor store or whatever, you will be able to taste Stone Buena Vesa, the salt and lime lager. I know that um, the, my good friends over at Stone um, are going to be said, Lizzie is going to be sending me over uh, a sample to taste, which I'm very excited about. So I'm going to get first crack on it uh, on the East Coast before anybody else uh, gets it, which is kind of cool. Heavy Seas has a new beer. They are uh, a brand new offering for this year, Nightswell. It's a dark IPA. It's a limited release available in 12-ounce cans and on draft starting in October in all states where Heavy Seas beer is distributed. It is a dark IPA at about 7.5% uh, with a 71 IBU. Uh, the Chinook, Centennial, Citra, and Simcoe hops, uh, a malts of two-row, amber, dark crystal, brown, and caramalt. So that's from our good friends uh, at Heavy Seas. And the Almentry, you can finally get... Mr. Stevens, their uh, fall porter, uh, has finally been canned. So you can get that in 12-ounce six-pack cans uh, for uh, 12 bucks at Almentry in Hackensack. Uh, you can get those now. They were available uh, this past Friday. And then Oktoberfest takes place at the Almentry, 
Saturday and Sunday, September 28th and 29th. Uh, this year, Kimchi Smoke's very own Rob Cho will be there on Saturday, uh, the 28th of September. And fan favorite Latin Garden will be returning on Sunday, September 29th to, to offer up some delicious fast food. Listen, if you have not tried Kimchi Smoke's food and you like the elementary and you just want something to do on Saturday the 28th, I have a wedding to go to. Frank Morano, our producer of the Joe Piscopo Show, is getting married. Uh, I encourage you to head over to the Almentry for some Oktoberfest beer and also to try Rob Cho's uh, barbecue. Kimchi Smoke makes amazing Korean barbecue. It is phenomenal. You will not be disappointed. And Almentry's beer is great. they got a little beer garden on the side uh, of the building when you walk in. they got enough space. Trust me. You don't want to. You don't want to miss out. The elementary is a little, a great little place in Hackensack. The parking is not the greatest over there. I, I'm going to warn you, it's not the best place in the world to park. But you get a parking spot. You walk over to the brewery. I'm telling you, you will not be disappointed uh, with elementary's beers, and you will not be disappointed by uh, Kimchi Smoke and Rob Cho on Saturday, September uh, 28th. So you definitely want to check that out. I am really encouraged, though, by the Smithsonian exhibition. I'm kind of I'm really excited about this. I know they had the thing, and somebody said, "Oh, you should be a you should be the beer curator." I don't know enough about beer to 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 do that, uh, to be honest with you, folks. But I have to tell you that is something that I am looking forward to uh, when I go down to D.C. Uh, next spring to check out um, all the stuff that's going on at the Smithsonian and to actually see this craft beer exhibit uh, brought to life. So hopefully we can get uh, Teresa on to uh, to discuss it and uh, talk about it in the next couple of weeks. I'll have to reach out to her and uh, see if she's available for a phone interview. Now, when we come back after a short break, Byron Fisher, he's one of the co-founders of Alosta Brewing, located in Covina, California. He's going to join me. The band Live uh, has done a collaboration with them. It's a cool story on on how it happened, too, along with the origins of the brewery and so much more. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. It's fair and 76 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer. Three people are injured after a fire at a Times Square building. The fire was reported just after 7.30 this morning at 145 West 45th Street. Tourist John Winter says smoke filled the air. A chap on the 28th floor said he saw a, a Chinese couple come out of their room, smoke billowing out of their room, and they were screaming, and then they just, everyone ran. The fire was in the vents of Olunny's, a bar and restaurant on the ground floor. The FDNY says two of the three people hurt declined medical attention, and the third was taken to a hospital for breathing problems. One man is under arrest following a fatal stabbing in Brooklyn on Sunday night. Police say that a 36-year-old man was found unconscious and unresponsive inside an Ocean Avenue building in Midwood just after 5 p.m. Cops say the victim suffered a stab wound to the chest and was rushed to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. A 40-year-old man was taken into custody and a knife was recovered at the scene. In sports, Giants just narrowly beat Tampa Bay 32-31. Jets fell to New England Patriots. That score was 30-14. Yankees beat the Blue Jays 8-3 and the Mets won also 6-3 over Cincinnati. Looks like your delays uh, at the George Washington Bridge have eased in and out on both your upper and lower levels. Looks like it's a good ride once you get into town. Harlem River Drive is moving southbound from Fifth Avenue down towards the Willis Avenue Bridge. We do have two accidents over in the Bronx, one on the Deegan southbound at the Cross Bronx, and there's another crash on the Whitestone Bridge at the Tolls, and that would be 
on the Bronx side, but uh, two lanes of block traffic is stopped from the Hutch. This also affects two lanes on the Queensbound side. Weather for tonight, clear low 70 degrees, and then tomorrow, mostly sunny, high near 82. Now you know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno on AM 970, The Answer. America is kept safe because the Army National Guard responds, protects, and supports our nation when it needs them most. From fighting wildfires with air support, helping civilians in flooded neighborhoods, to delivering food and supplies to those who have lost everything, the Army National Guard always responds when disaster strikes. The Army National Guard also trains to be ever vigilant against threats, foreign and domestic. They protect our skies with missile defense weaponry. They secure our information, communications and infrastructure with cybersecurity. And they protect us against chemical, biological and radiological hazards with the civilian support team. The Army National Guard also stands ready to deploy and provide support for conflicts or humanitarian missions abroad. Join the Army National Guard and be there to respond, protect, and support your community and your country. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard. Aired by the New York State Broadcasters Association and this station. Tweet us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. We're everywhere. AM 970. com. Welcome back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast, via email at albertg at nycradio.com, iTunes and Google Play as well. Just do a search for A-G Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. We're on the Hopped Up Network as well. Just go to thehoppedupnetwork.com. Not only will you find my show, but a bunch of other beer-related podcasts on that platform as well. My next guest, he's one of the co-founders of Alosta Brewing. They are located in Covina, California. Brewery's been open since 2013, but their story, like lots of other breweries, go way, way back. And uh, they just did a uh, collaboration with the band Live. That's the reason why we played one of the tunes from the Throwing Copper uh, album, which is uh, their 25th anniversary of that album being released, is this year. Got a chance to see them in June with Bush, so that was very exciting. But to learn more about the beers and the brewery, all you have to do is go to alostabrewing.com. That's A-L-O-S-T-A brewing.com. Let me welcome on to the Craft Beer Cast for the first time, Byron Fisher. Byron, how are you? Good. How are you doing this morning? I'm I'm doing great. Now, you've got an interesting story as to how the brewery got started. One of the co-founders was a home brewer, and you guys met because of your wives. So tell me a little bit about that meeting and how it involved into a brewery. Well, you know, my wife uh, used to babysit for her neighbor across the street who ended up uh, dating Herb, who was our uh, head brewer and my one of my co-partners. Uh-huh. And um, at the time, this was back in the early 90s, and I was doing some video production work, and um, he was home brewing. And you know, I was just trying to. I, I bought a new edit bay, new edit system. I just kind of want to put some time in on it. So I asked him to come over and say, "Hey, you know, I, I want to come over and film you, you know, home brewing one day, and kind of put together like a little demo for myself." So he agreed to that, and I did that. And, um, and then a buddy of mine worked at the local cable access station here. Mm-hmm. You got to remember, this is 
much before internet and YouTube was, you know. This was Wayne's World. Thing, this so. was Wayne's World desk, right? This, this is Wayne's World. This is basically, it's Wayne's World of beer, essentially. <laughs> so, uh, he, um, a buddy of mine was running the local cable access station, saw the video I put together, and said, hey, you know, I need some programming. Let me put that on the air. All right, whatever. Here you go. Okay. So he aired that, you know, a couple times, and then he called me up and said, hey, you know, we People called up the station and said, hey, what's that show about beer? We, you know, is there any more? Is it going to be a series? You know, we had no intentions of it being a series, but right. it ended up turning into that. <laughs> wow. So, That's uh, pretty cool. That's pretty next, cool. Over the next couple of years, we, we, you know, we went around and we filmed different places around the country, did some homebrew stuff, and you know, it just kind of blew up into, into its own thing. There you, and there you go. And then you guys decided, all right, a brewery. But the pub crawl now, as I'm reading on your website, you rent a party bus you head to Las Vegas, you got all these different breweries to stock the bus with beers, and you have people coming from all over the world to take part in the crawl. So why not just stick with that? It was so you know unbelievably successful, I guess, for you guys, instead of opening a brewery. You know, that was one of the things that, it, while you're doing it, you know, you hate it. Right. Um, you, know, after, you know, the first couple of years, and honestly, that's not even fair to say, every year was fun, mm-hmm. but it's just... You know, each year as the time came to put it together, it was kind of like, oh, man, we got to put this thing together. You know, it was just, there was a lot of work putting it together. And, mm-hmm. you know, each year it seemed that, you know, the prices in Vegas kept going up and up right. and up. So, you know, the price of the bus kept going up. Right. And every time I would raise the price, you know, we'd get balked at. And we're like, hey, we're just, you know, we're moving along with, you know, everything else. So, right, right. So we did that for about 10, 11 years. And, you know, that was kind of like, all right, well, time to, time to call it quits. Right. No, uh, and, and I now, get it. I mean, we're. I, I, well, I, I get it now from people telling us to do it again. Right, right, and I, and I mean I get it. You know, after a while, you're like, well, what can we do to top last year's trip and make the you know the 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 big hook that gets people to go? I totally understand that. Talking with Byron right, Fisher, right. he's the co-founder of Alosta Brewing. They're located in Covina, California. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer for more info on the brewery, just go to alostabrewing.com. So let's dive into the beers uh, before we run out of time here on this segment. You've been in the news right. recently. Because you guys put together a collaboration with the band Live. It's called Throwing Copper Ale. How did this come about? You know, it just kind of came about just out of, you know, out of nowhere, honestly. Uh, we were back in, like, March or April. And I was talking to my brewer, and I said, hey, you know, we should we should brew a copper ale. You know, nobody's really brewing copper ales anymore. Right. You know, the last brewery I can think of that actually brewed one was Lagunitas. You know, they had their censored copper ale. Right. Uh, so he said, hey, you know, we could do that. It's a good idea. And then I just started thinking, you know, I, I just purchased tickets for the Orange County show for, you know, Bush and Live. Right. So let's, uh, you know, let's, let's throw the beer throwing copper. You know, what the hell? Let's, let's go for it. Okay. So then I talked to a friend of mine who's a, uh, an attorney. She does patent and copyright law. Mm-hmm. And she told me, she said, you know, you better get the, the clearance. You better get the okay for that. Right. But okay. So I reached out to their management company. It was early on a Saturday morning. I shot them an email and said, hey, you know, this is who we are. This is the beer we're doing, you know, just thought it might be a good homage for the band, you know, just kind of throw it, call it throwing copper. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I figured, you know, I'm either never going to hear back from them or, you know, a month later I'm going to hear back from an assistant saying, ah, you know, pound sand. <laughs> right. You know, but about an hour later, I get an email back from their manager. He said, hell yeah, let's do this. Oh, that's great. So, follow, following the week, we got on a phone call and, you know, over the next month or two, we, you know, hammered out the details and came to an agreement and, here we are. 
That now that now that's pretty cool how it happens. It, it's so funny. Uh, so the the ba- the uh, the beer throwing copper ale. It's going to be available in sixteen ounce four packs. It's going to be uh, out on sale starting October first of this year. And obviously, you can order it in California. Uh, you know, to to get your four pack. And of course, in California, they do ship beer. Other states, they don't. So if you you want to get it, you got to get a friend in California to. Uh, to take care of it, and you're right about how that people are not making certain styles anymore. So that's great that you, you guys did a copper ale to match up uh, with throwing copper. And, and it, full disclosure, I've been a fan of Live since the very beginning. First time I saw them it was 1992 at the Stone Pony, where there was about a hundred people there, and we actually featured them on a radio show I was doing at the time. So they, are, I mean, they're just a class act and and, and a lot of fun. But you also brewed a beer. With former WWE star Chavo Guerrero, a Mexican lager called Los Guerreros. Now, did Chavo approach your brewery to do this, or did you guys reach out to him? Uh, it, it was a little bit of 50-50. So every year for Cinco de Mayo at the brewery, we do a uh, Lucha Libre wrestling event. Okay. And uh, well, last year, um, the guys that put the uh, event on for us, they actually brought Chavo out to the brewery. And while while we were there, we were just standing around. Me and him were standing up for talking, and you know he started talking about Steve Austin's beer that they do at um, another brewery out here. Yep, yep, I know the I know hey, the brewery. How do I, yep. Uh, yep. He, he said, "How do I uh, how do I get my own beer?" And I said, well, you know, you, "Do you want to do one?" He said, "Yeah, let's do it." So you know that's kind of how that one came about. You know, just kind of you know he was there drinking beer, hanging out, and just said, "Hey, let's you know I, I want to do a beer too." So, ha- happened to be in the right place at the right time, right? Right. Yeah. Right. No, and that's. He's a great guy. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I, I again, I used to do a wrestling show a long time ago uh, with Dave Meltzer. He used to write, still writes the Wrestling Observer newsletter, and uh, we used to have wrestlers on all the time. And they are uh, honestly some of the best people in the world, ta- wanting to talk about wrestling and how uh, you know all the the stunts that get involved and the storylines and the scripts. So that's pretty awesome that he just said, "Yeah, I want to do a beer," and, and you guys, you know, you guys just did it. Now we're talking with Byron Fisher. He's the co-founder of Alosta Brewing in Covina, California. We're here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The Answer. For more info on the brewery, all you have to do is go to alostabrewing dot com. I wanted to talk about this copper ale and the, uh, the the Mexican lager. The copper ale was great. You you were nice enough to send me a can of each, and I have to tell you. Um, I, I love a copper ale. There's not many people, like you said, that are doing it anymore. I think the last one that I had, I think Blue Point was doing one before they were bought out by uh, AB InBev. And there are a lot of people now doing Mexican lagers. Why do you think that now you're starting to see, like, Pilsners and lagers are starting to become the, 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 the new, I don't want to say the next IPA, but I guess, are, are they coming back because they they're more approachable, or it's just let's do something different right now, you kind of IPA'd out? You know, I think it's a combination of several things. And I think, you know, what you said last there kind of is the bigger thing. I think a lot of people are becoming IPA'd out. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I think a lot of people are running on hot burn. You know, obviously, you know, there's a lot that aren't. And there's still a lot of people loving the hoppy, hoppy beers. Right. And, but I think what's happening is we're, we're seeing a market, you know, we're, we're seeing a whole demo come through that, you know, like, all right, well, now I want to try something that's not hoppy. What else, what do you have for me that's not hoppy? So I have a feeling you're going to see a lot of these more classic styles start to come back. Um, you know, we, we've been doing a lot more, you know, less hoppy beers. Um, and, you know, we, we sell a lot of them. You know, one of our best sellers right now is an American light lager that we released back on uh, 4th of July. I mean, it's just a simple, you know, 4.5%, you know, American light. You know, mm. people are just drinking the hell out of it. Yeah, and I think, I think part of it is, too, the calories, the carbs and stuff. They want, they want to drink something that's alcoholic, but not that it's loaded with calories where they're, they're having to burn an extra hour in the gym. Uh, just to get that beer off. That's uh, that, that's an excellent right, point. Right. 
Mike, my guest has been Byron Fisher. He's the co-founder of Alosta Brewing in Covina, California. They got a new ale that's coming out on October first. It's uh, throwing copper. Uh, throwing Copper Ale. It is to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Throwing Copper with Live's very first craft beer and a cool collaboration between the band and the brewery. Now, oh, l- l- let me ask you, Byron, did they have any input in, in the making of the beer? Like, we want it to taste like this or taste like that? Or they were just like, you, you handle the beer, we handle the music, good to go? Well, we sent them some samples. Um, they asked, you know, hey, you know, do you have any samples of it? So we did a pilot batch. Mm. We sent them a sample of that. We sent them a sample of a couple other styles. And, but they really liked the copper that we sent them. You know, so it, it worked out good in that. You know, I think they were kind of along the same lines. You know, they, yeah, I know Ed's a, a big IPA guy. But right. I think, you know, they were all looking more for something like that everybody would enjoy. Sure. You know, not just so much, you know, super hoppy stuff and you know, something that's easily approachable, easily drinkable from, you know, all points of view. And there you go. My, so my guest has been Byron Fisher, the co-founder of Alosta Brewing in Covina, California. For more info on the brewery and if you're in California to get yourself some cans of the Throwing Copper Ale uh, from Alosta Brewing, just go to alostabrewing.com. Byron, thanks so much well, for joining I, me. I'll, I'll jump in. I'll jump in real quick and let you know. Actually, a distributor from Pennsylvania picked it up, so it'll be available in the uh, Pennsylvania area. Oh, excellent. So where the band is from, they're from York, Pennsylvania, so you'll get to try it in Pennsylvania as well. That is awesome. Byron, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Very much appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. You got it. Up next, time for Suds and Duds on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Larry Elder believes the dream has been achieved. To the extent that it is humanly possible, Martin Luther King's dream has, in fact, been achieved. You're always going to have morons. You're always going to have bigots. But name the company that is a racist company. Name the police department that's a racist police department. Name the politician who is a racist. Tell me who that person is. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 7 on AM 970. The Answer. Need to grow your business? Want to get ahead of your competition? Call Salem Surround for full-service digital marketing. Salem Surround. Digital solutions. Real results. Call Greg Cooper at 212-857-9635. 212-857-9635. Have you been curious about trading stock but don't know how to get started? With Tradeway, you can learn how for just $99.95. Come by the Marriott Marquis in Times Square on September 27th and 28th and find out where to begin. There's a full money-back guarantee. Call Tradeway at 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-TRADE or go to Tradeway.com to sign up. That's 877-907-TRADE or go to Tradeway.com. Like AM970, The Answer? Then don't forget to like us on Facebook. Interact with us. Share your thoughts about your favorite shows. Give feedback to our hosts. Share your opinion on hot topics. Learn about events and more. AM970TheAnswer.com The Supreme Court confirmation process has been on the point of breakdown for 30 years, and it finally collapsed with the nomination of Brett Kavanaugh. I'm Molly Hemingway. And I'm Carrie Severino. Our new book, Justice on Trial, The Kavanaugh Confirmation and the Future of the Supreme Court, reveals the inside story of these bitterly divisive hearings and what they mean for the court and the country. Justice on Trial is the explosive new bestseller on the Kavanaugh Confirmation. Get your copy today from Amazon or wherever books are sold. Our hosts all look like GQ models. See them now at am970theanswer.com.
Oh, yeah. Let the good times roll. Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. You can follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at albertg at nycradio.com. Don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. Alexa ready as well. We are also available on the Hopped Up Network. Just go to the hoppedupnetwork.com. And you will check out my podcast along with plenty of others. And let me just real quick, I can call up the Hopped Up Network on my computer. There are lots of great podcasts uh, casts on here. Easy for me to say. The Brew Happy Show. Um, let's see. The uh, South Jersey Beer Scene has their podcast up here. Jersey Beer Guys and a Girl. The Drunk Guys Book Club. The Work with Mike and Pete. Tap That Arizona. There is lots of good stuff here. Uh, three beers in. Uh, these guys are out of Texas, if I'm not mistaken. So there are a lot of great podcasts for you to listen to uh, on the Hopped Up Network. So you definitely want to check that out. One little big uh, piece of news that I want to get to because it takes place next weekend. And if you have a chance and you want to go and you haven't been to the well in Brooklyn on Meserol Street, 272 Meserol Street in Brooklyn, um, I encourage you to go to this. Uh, the Blocktoberfest 2019, which is brought to you by the New York City Brewers Guild, takes place next Saturday, September 28th, from 1 to 5 p.m. at the well uh, at 272 Meserol Street in Brooklyn. This is a great place to well. Uh, they're going to have that out in their backyard, and they have a, they have a very nice backyard where they uh, do beers. So you can buy a ticket that will cost you, uh, if you get it before September 27th, you get general admission plus five beer tickets for $24.00. And that ends September 27th at midnight. If you buy it after, uh, uh, if you want general admission and 15 beer tickets, it'll cost you $35. Uh, and then day of uh, the day of uh, at the door, it's 20 bucks to get in, and then you have to buy beer tickets. It's $10 for four tickets. So it's going to cost you a little bit of, uh, a little bit of money here. Each beer ticket redeemable for one four-ounce sample pour. Some beers will be available in 12-ounce pours for three tickets. You can buy food on site as well as additional beer tickets. And also there is an NYC Brewed Collaboration 4-pack that you can buy as well at this event. This helps the New York City Brewers Guild. It's a great event. There are going to be a lot of great breweries there. Uh, I can, uh, I'll give you just a quick list. Bridge and Tunnel, Coney Island will be there, Finback, Five Burrows, Greenpoint, Gun Hill, Killsborough will be there, Kings County Brewers Collective, Other Half, Randolph, Six Point, Rockaway, uh, Transmitter Brewing, Torch and Crown. There's going to be a lot of great breweries there. Uh, it is definitely something that you do not want to miss. Uh, it is a lot of fun uh, uh, that the uh, New York City Brewers Guild puts on. Unfortunately, I can't make it. I have a wedding to go to next Saturday. But uh, if you're in the if you're in the area, you're in Brooklyn. And you want to check it out, Blocktoberfest 2019 takes place next Saturday at the well, 272 Meserol Street in Brooklyn from 1 to 5 p.m. Now, let's get into suds and duds. Uh, it's been, um, let's see, uh, a couple of Sam Adams beers here. The folks from Sam Adams sent me their Oktoberfest as well as their Cosmic Sour. So the Oktoberfest, uh, it's, a, it's a good beer. Is it the best Oktoberfest now? No, it's not. There are plenty of others that are out there. And a lot of people are making um, Oktoberfest beers now. It's a good, solid standby. Um, if I'm in the mood for an Oktoberfest and a, brew, and a bar that I go to doesn't have an Oktoberfest beer on tap, but except for this one or they have it in a bottle, yeah, this is definitely something I would drink. Would I go out of my way to purchase it? I don't know. Um, 
again, I'm not the biggest Oktoberfest fan. I like them, and I like them now. Like late September, beginning of October, this is the the time to have an Oktoberfest beer. So uh, if I'm in the mood for it, yes, I'll have it. Sam Adams is always a good standby. Again, would I go out of my way to buy it? I'm not sure if I would do that. Had a trolley hopper uh, finish out one of the four packs that I had of uh, wet tickets trolley hopper. It's a great beer. I cannot wait. Tim, if you're listening, I can't wait for the Pilsner in the lager. i got to get in there when you have it, and uh, when you have it on tap, i got to try it. I am anxious, anxiously awaiting for this Pilsner and lager, but the trolley hopper is solid. Now, the Cosmic Sour uh, is a beer that I, I guess Sam Adams used to have it on tap, and in fact, I thought I had the notes... I thought I had the notes somewhere. Let me just let me look real quick here. See, this is what happens when you're taping these things and you're putting them together. Is this the press release for it? No. Oh, I thought I had it. I probably brought it home. Let me see. I can drag the mic over here and see if... Ah, here it is. See that? That's what happens when you have notes. So, Sam Adams Cosmic Sour. It's a limited release beer. It's a funky Belgian beer uh, called uh, Cosmic Mother Funk. Uh, so an ale with spontaneous fermentation that's been aged for two years in Hungarian oak barrels. Uh, wild yeasts in these barrels import a unique fruity, funky character on the beer for a slight tart and mostly dry finish. All right, so they're going for that dry finish. Probably that's what I got from it. I, I really wanted it to be um, a little bit more funky, I guess a little more on the sour end. Um, I, maybe i got to try it again. Uh, it, it, to me, it didn't... Um, it didn't blow me away. Um, I liked it, but not enough that, I, I, again, I needed it to be more sour. Maybe i got to let it mature in the bottle a little bit more and then open it. Maybe what I'll do is I'll take a bottle or two aside and let it sit for another couple of months and then open it and see what happens. I know they tell you, you know, drink it fresh, but this is something that I think if it sits for a little while, maybe those yeasts will, you know, ferment uh, a little bit more. Uh, it's a 4.6% ABV. Uh, with an 11 IBU, uh, and again, I, I wanted it to be more sour. It wasn't, so uh, it wasn't wasn't the best thing that I ever had. Maybe it's different on tap. If they do have it on tap somewhere, um, I would definitely try a sample of it on tap just to make sure um, maybe that I'm, I'm losing something in the translation. Uh, Left Hand Brewing sent me their White Russian Nitro. This is really good, and obviously the, the, um, the can art is great because what do they do, of course? They put a uh, a bowling pin and a white Russian on the front of the can for the Big Lebowski. So it's a great reference. It's a blonde stout. Uh, it is an 8.9% stout with a 20 IBU. Uh, lactose coffee vanilla flavors really shine through in this. They really blended nicely together. This is definitely something uh, that I would buy and drink again and again. It is an excellent beer. Uh, enjoyed it very much. Um, and uh, thanks to um, uh, Christina over at Left Hand for sending me this. In fact, they sent me something. I have to check this out. In fact, we might get these people on. Uh, they have, or they're a partners with, um, a CBD-infused sparkling water. Now, they sent me a can of their blood orange uh, CBD-infused uh, sparkling water. I think I'm going to try it over the weekend and see how it is. Uh, I have to try it, and if it's uh, if it's good, I, I'm, I, I think we're going to interview the people uh, that are doing this. It's called Present Sparkling Water, um, and it would be something interesting. It's a joint venture between Left Hand Brewing and Wabe Organics. So definitely something that I have to try 
uh, maybe over the weekend and uh, and see how it tastes, and I'll get back to you on it. I uh, had the um, had a couple of cans left of Little Yacht Juice Sabro uh, from Icarus. This is great. It was uh, perfect for National Beer Lovers Day, and it was a perfect beer uh, to start the afternoon. Had over a Paragon Tap and Table uh, from Beach House. Interstellar Blues. This is another very good beer from these guys. Very impressed. Soft, smooth, a little bit of blueberry flavor in there. Uh, not overpowering by any stretch, and I love blueberry. I love a good blueberry beer. Uh, but I have to say I am very impressed with the last couple of beers that I've had from Beach House. Now, I know they have a new brewer in there, um, and the beers were not exactly uh, the best in the world. They're, uh, uh, full disclosure, uh, Beach House was not a brewery that I would go out in New Jersey uh, go out of my way to have a beer. But I have to say, the last couple of batches from their new brewer, excellent. I'm very impressed. Got to take a trip down to the brewery uh, one of these days. And now that the summer is over, easier to get uh, down to the New Jersey shore. And then finally, finished off the um, uh, Suds and Duds here with the 2019 version of the Woot Stout, uh, which is now in 12-ounce cans, which is cool. This is a perfect nightcap beer. Bourbon, pecan heavy, loved it. And I do love the fact, first off, the can art is great. Alan Davis, a uh, great comic book artist, did the can art. This is a collaboration between Drew Curtis, Will Wheaton, and Greg Cook. Uh, Will Wheaton, yes, Wesley from Star Trek The Next Generation. Um, but I have to tell you, uh, I love the fact that Stone put the Woot Stout in 12-ounce cans. I love, a, I love a big bottle of it to share with people and, you know, you know, to share it around a fire or something, that's great. But to have it in a 12-ounce can, to be able to have it in a smaller portion, because when you go to a bar, they don't pour you a 16-ounce of the stout. They pour you, Usually it's between 8 and 10 ounces. Usually you get 10. Uh, if you get 12, you're lucky, but usually you get 10. So to have it in a 12-ounce can uh, is great, and I love the fact that uh, they're doing it in 12-ounce cans because let me tell you something, the Wood Stout is a great beer. In fact, I still have a, 27, a 2018 that I have not cracked open I may have to do that during a fire night uh, one of these days. Folks, we are out of time. My thanks to everyone involved in the show, including Byron Fisher, who is one of the co-founders of Alosta Brewing, located in Covina, California. They just did their new uh, collaboration, Throwing Copper Ale with the band Live. Very cool stuff. And, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m., this is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Cheers, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.